Hey guys, this podcast is brought to you by TCG Player. TCG Player, your one-stop shop to grab anything TCG-wise when it comes to Pokemon, Digimon, Dragon Ball Super, and of course, Magic the Gathering. They are the place to go to whenever you need anything TCG-related. They always grab from different LGSs, so you are helping this different LGSs all across the United States. Definitely TCG Player and any of our affiliate links on our YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah, and if you're in Las Vegas and you're looking for a place to play Magic, Digimon, Warhammer, all that kind of jazz, check out Power 9 Games. They're located on Craig and Losey in North Las Vegas. Hit them up. Uh, that's our favorite place to go play. Buy dice, buy packs, and uh, everything Magic-related and everything TCG-related. So check them out. Absolutely. And another sponsorship goes to Alter Sleeves. Alter Sleeves is the one-stop shop place to go to whenever you want to go ahead and, you know, dazzle up your favorite cards in MTG. They're, they go from all around the world, different artists that make beautiful, beautiful altar art for whatever card uh, kind of tickles your fancy a little bit. Um, and if you use the affiliate link, pay the one MTG at checkout, you get an additional 10% off. Yeah. And if you're in the market for a new deck box, or some uh, alternate tokens check out cabal coffees on instagram really cool guy based out of california he's a digital creator who makes custom deck boxes and if you shout our name at checkout uh he'll throw in some extra goodies that's right and the very last one has to go to our girl chloe at ltp alters uh she does some amazing handcrafted um artwork different alternate tokens from humans elves she recently put up dragon spirits um ltb alters on etsy and on instagram and again if you use the affiliate code pay the one mtg at checkout you get an additional 10 percent off and now with that being said let's head to the show yay walk hard <laughs> hard <laughs> Down last. It's a hard knock life. For Rocky a- Road. <laughs> <laughs> what is? What are you even singing? It's from the Dewey Cox movie, The Walk Hard. I've never seen it, bro. It's it's a masterpiece. It's it's a parody to uh, Walk the Line. Uh huh. But instead of like Johnny Cash, it makes fun of this guy named Dewey Cox. Mm-hmm. And it it's a great movie for anybody that hasn't seen it. Definitely check it out. It's on, I think it's on HBO or on Hulu, one of the two, but definitely like worth seeing. It's hilarious. Should I cancel my Netflix subscription? See, I, okay, so I was going to because it's going up in price and it's starting to piss me off. The yeah. only reason I haven't yet is because there's like other shows that I still need to watch that are on Netflix and only on Netflix. So they're like kind of twisting my arm. I know. I'm waiting for Umbrella Academy season three. Same. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> that. I'm waiting for Stranger Things. I'm waiting for Peaky Blinders. Like I'm I waiting know. for so much crap. I know people complain about like there's never anything. Jesus Christ, those gulps. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I really love water. <laughs> no, it's just like people are complaining like it's going up. I, I'm like, yeah, I know, but there's there's so many things I want to watch on there. <laughs> and you know what's funny is that when you're bored and you turn on Netflix, there's nothing good. I know. There's nothing good. Like, all the movies suck, if we're being honest. Yeah. Like, all the movies suck. I think, like, the the best movie that they had was... Nothing comes to mind. I'm, like, I'm literally drawing a blank, and I feel super bad about it. I wish they would have... Ha- they didn't take off The Office. Eh... That that the I'm office gonna... the office and parks and recreation are like the best like background like 
um, TV shows to put on. Just to put on, and, like, you'll, like, watch it. Like, you'll put it in the background, like, do listen to it, and then, like, a funny scene pops up, and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I that's, remember that. That's me with King of the Hill. Oh, really? I love King of the Hill. Whoa! Yeah, I love King of the Hill. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, Anyway, welcome back, guys. It's another fabulous Friday to the Pay the One podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sonny. And I'm Lance. And uh, what are we going to talk about today, Sonny? So today, I'm so glad you asked, Lance. We're going to be discussing, this is a little more for the newer players and maybe, I mean, even for veterans. Um, the old crowd? The old crowd. The ones that have been here since Alpha, Beta, and when Liliana was an anime chick. Um <laughs> How <laughs> our take on deck building, what we do from grabbing the lands to even picking the commanders um, to a little bit of the rough area on what we like to have in our decks and what works for us. Um, again, this is all opinions. This is just what we like. A lot of different people play very, very differently. Um, but maybe with this, you guys will get a broader um, aspect. Yeah. Yeah, broader aspect. But yeah, just yeah. it's always nice to know like how other people build their decks, like what methods they choose, and like what they start off with. You know? Yeah. Because um, I'm not gonna lie, sometimes EDH rec is it's great for the card uh, suggestions. Mm-hmm. I don't personally like it for the ratios of what they add. Right. Um, I've been I've been using Moxfield a lot. I don't know if you've been using Moxfield. I've actually never used Moxville Bro, before. go on it and like people submit decks like every minute. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have different it's you're going to have different decks on, or different aspects on like um what deck you want to build. So you just you just search up your commander and it it brings up like a whole bunch of lists that people have created and mm-hmm. it it's almost as similar as EDH Rec. But EDH Rec when you use it, like they they take the most popular cards that people have submitted and that that's uh, like their top cards but like these ones are like they're 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 personal you know right so right i've been using moxville a lot i do use edh rec just to see like hey what i should be adding um but mm-hmm. uh, you know i've been i've been using moxville i mean they're both great websites if you're looking to like uh start building a new deck just to look at it right and what i was always told was like you know how like on edh rec like there's always like when you look at specific decks like there's prices next to them yeah. When I first started playing Commander, I was like only looking at like oh, between like the budget decks. And then I had a friend that was like, no, you need to look at like the $3,000 decks because, you know, just see how what cards they put in on like similarities between the budget and, you know, the expensive decks. So, oh, that, God. It, yeah. It, I mean, just, you know, just to see what people are playing. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get a just to get a taste, you know, just to get a taste of that high life for that three thousand dollar high life i wish i don't think any i don't think any of my decks are even close to that price range oh fuck no (laughs) i i do not think that like any of my decks reach that like kind of price i wish they did yeah i want to believe i wish i had just disposable income just to build magic decks like cassius marsh (sighs) that's the dream that is the dream. Yeah. Maybe one, one day, you know. One day I'm going to be with that man. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, how do, you, how do you start building a deck? All right? So, okay. So, I'm going first? Yeah. Well, obviously, the, the first thing that I look at is the commander. I know a lot of people 
Um, well, not a lot of people. That's that's saying a lot. I know a certain amount of people that actually start by looking at combos. They'll start to look at combos and they go, oh, "Okay, well, this is a pretty neat combo. I'm going to add this one in and go from there." And then, um, and then depending on like the combo, they'll center that around the commander, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. I guess it's, there's no wrong way to build, you know, to go about it, but. <clears throat> Personally, me, I like to go based on the commander. So um, I'll just go with the newest thing that came out. So, for example, Kit Kanto, the Mayhem Diva, the newest one that came out from Nuka Pena. Mm-hmm. For the pre-con itself, a lot of people were like, oh, okay, well, we're going to go towards the um, towards the whole citizens vibe. Towards the, you know, making citizens and, and populating and making a ton, the, swarm the field with a ton of citizens and one ones. Um, I personally, I felt that was more of a Jetmir's ordeal. Mm-hmm. So for me, what I did is let me just read off what Kit Kanto does. If if you guys haven't seen what she does, she's part of the precon from the Streets of Nikapena from the Caparati set. Uh, when Kit Kanto enters the battlefield, create a one-one green and white citizen token. Um, at the beginning of each, at the beginning of combat on each player's turn, you may tap two untapped creatures you control. When you do tap. Uh, I'm sorry, when you do, target creature that player controls gets plus two, plus two, and gains trample until end of turn. Go to that creature. Immediately, I was really, really focused towards the goad aspect of it, right. especially after we had played the um, the precon commander game um, where everybody would just straight out of the box, we just used the precons, and Kid Kanto was my ace in the hole. That was... Um, that was like the the card that helped me stay alive for most majority of the game, only because of that goat ability. So what I ended up doing is I turned the precon into a um, a shutdown deck, literally shutdown. I added Dranith Magistrate, the new Urabrask, Archon of Absolution, Harmonious Archon, Kaima, like everything that like Sizzling Soloist, everything that just goats creatures, and leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like basically, I just make everybody fight each other until. You know, until I either play Kingmaker or I, you know, or somehow I end up winning. Um, it, it's it's really cool. So what I do is I always look at the creature base first. I'm I'm going off a little uh, off topic a little bit, but um, <laughs> I usually go based off of uh, depending on what the commander does, and then from there I go uh, step by step by step. So I go for creatures first. Um, I go for creatures first. I go to EDH rec because I, I don't I didn't know about Moxfield. I go to EDH rec, look up the commander. If they don't have the commander type that I'm looking for, because the way that EDH rec works sometimes is they'll they'll have the deck list, but for different uh, different kinds of play styles. If they don't have the type that I want, I look at the creatures solely, and or I'll just honestly like the the cheap way. I guess I'll go onto Google, I'll go to images, and I'll just type like. MTG goad creatures like green, <laughs> really? green, yeah, green, white, red, <laughs> and then whatever pops up, I'll look it up. If it's a real card, I, I'll add it into my cart, and then I'll just keep going until I go to creatures, artifacts, enchantments, instances, and sorceries, and then lance. With lance, I usually keep it the same about 35, 36. I thought you said lance. That too. There's many lances out there. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, for me, like, when I see the new commanders that come out, like, I just pick one that I like. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think of like infinite combos or like, you know, sometimes I just pick a commander because I just like the art for it, and then True. I try and I try and challenge myself to like 
try and work through it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, then, you know. Then it doesn't work out. <laughs> I just break the deck apart and make a new deck that I like. Right. No, and, and I, I agree. I've done that before, too. There's sometimes, like, uh, I like to build around decks that a lot of people say don't work. And then mm-hmm. I like I like to challenge myself and, and see if it would. Right. Um, sometimes people are right and it just does not work, but that's the fun in it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I like building decks just... I'll build a, a fuck ton of decks and then like half of them don't even work sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just break them apart, make new decks. But for me, like, I'm I'm such a fucking nerd, dude. So, you know, the Note app on your iPhone, if you have iPhone or whatever? Yes. I'll make like notes on like my creature or like my commander, the commander deck I'm building. So like the the, the title, like I'll put the commander's name. I'll put the colors in. So, like, you know, you you have emojis for, like, different colors or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I do that. And then I put the next line is, like, what the deck wants to do. So for Mm -hmm. my, for this Quasar deck I'm I'm building, like, it's it's literally life game, life life loss, and draw. So I'll I'll add that. And then I will take a picture from, like, usually EDH rec because when I click on it, like, it brings up the whole thing on the screen. Mm-hmm. And then I'll paste that <laughs> picture in. So that's what I'm referencing. And then I'll like, and then I'll go after those pictures, I'll add categories. Like I'll start with creatures, instant sorceries, enchantments, planeswalker, lands, and artifacts. Yeah. And I'll have separate lines for them. And then off to the side of that, I'll put how many of those cards I want in the deck. Mm-hmm. And then I just go from there. See, but that's not a bad thing though. Cause like when I remember when I first started to play uh commander and mm-hmm. I- and our buddy Joe was showing us how to make a deck. He told us that was the first thing. He's like, get a piece of paper, write down, in this case, your notes, get a mm-hmm. piece of paper, write down all the cards that you think you might need. And then next to them, put what they do or how they can assist. Mm. Because um, he always said this to, to Rose and I when he first showed us how to play. He was like, make sure that in the deck, no card has no purpose. Yeah. Like, every card should have a purpose, whether it's, like, uh, this card allows me to draw, this card allows me to snipe something, um, this card allows me to bounce in case of X, Y, and Z, or whatever. Um, no card should just be in there because you're like, eh, like, it's in there to fill space. No, it, right. should, have a, it should have a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I'm exactly the same way. Like, I'll, I'll go to EDH Rec, and I'll go to Moxfield and, like, add cards in it, and then I'll put like question marks next to them like uh, should this stay or should this go you know mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of like placeholders until i can find like another card to put in or something i have yeah uh, but that's how i start as that's far as like, cool. deck building like yeah I, I i literally make a note of like what i want um mm-hmm. and i know you said like the stats on like edh rec you know they can be skewed um for me Personally, like my lands are always between. If I'm not playing like a landfall deck, um, my lands are between like 35 and 37 lands. See, it it feels like that's what everybody kind of aims for. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Anonymous User six nine six nine for twenty. He always tells us to go 37, 38. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- that's the one thing that bugs me on EDH Rec is every time that I go on there to look at like land base, it, it's like 33 lands. Yeah, dude, it's like 31 <laughs> to 33. I'm like, there's no way I'll survive. There's no fucking way. But granted, I made a um um oh god, I forgot the, 
partners' names. It was like the last Abzan and the Spiritualist. It's a mm-hmm. partner commander deck. Yeah. And the my counters deck, you remember that one? Yeah. And on that one, literally the the mana base for it was thirty one. Really? I was like, I was like thirty one. I'm gonna die, but you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if it works. And dude, by God, it fucking worked. It, mm-hmm. it did. Like I was not mana stuck at all. Yeah. Um, I had a smooth game, but you know, I think that's just how magic works. Is that like you'll have thirty six, thirty seven lands, and then you'll just be mana stuck. Yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> like. Like that 35, 37 range is good. Especially like if you, if you're running like your your mana rocks and their soul ring, arcane insignia, whatever you want to run, like th- mm-hmm. then you should be fine. Yeah. You know? Obviously, it's you're shuffling 99 cards, and there's an infinite amount of possibilities of what cards you're gonna draw off the first seven. Mm-hmm. You know, it it just depends. You know, but that's how I start. Um, and then like when I start looking at commanders, like I always. Make sure everything synergizes, you know? Right. Um, like what you said, like, there, there's not a card in my deck that doesn't help the commander out or move on with the game. So. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, that's, that's basically how I build decks. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, there's, there's, there's a lot of ways to go about it. But number one thing, obviously, to go to and is – or the number one thing to do, obviously, the first things first, is to pick out your commander. Mm-hmm. Pick yep. out your commander, see what you like. And honestly, it's like what Lance said. You can do anything. You can pick any commander you like. If you like the artwork, if it's pretty, if it's brutal looking, if it's got wings, if it's got a mustache, dude, go for it. That's the beauty of commander is that there are no limits. There are no limits to what you can build. Mm-hmm. Um and second for second um foremost jesus i can't i can't speak today um second thing obviously is to um make sure everything works together go from looking at uh your creatures seeing what they do seeing how they can help the commander in some way followed by artifacts followed by instants and followed by sorceries and then enchantments that's just the way that i personally like to like and yeah and obviously lance likes to do that as well um to to kind of separate everything so you don't get jumbled up and you don't feel too uh, what's the word like overwhelmed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be- no, that that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, my decks are always constantly in work. <laughs> yeah. Especially when new sets come out and like new cards to add, and it's always a tough decision. Like, oh, what do I get rid of now to like make room for a new card? You know. Yeah. That's the worst part. And isn't that always like the same thing that happens? Like where you'll just uh. You'll kind of be sitting there, and you're like, "Okay, well, like a, a new set came out. Let's um, let's make let's upgrade my commander deck, or let's let's take some things in and out, and, and you know, and, and and make the deck a lot better." Yeah. And then you'll look at the deck, and you're like, "Crap, everything does exactly what I wanted to do. Why I don't want to break it apart?" And you, you almost feel a little like, not guilty, but like a little um. I want to say, not dumb. That's a really bad word to say, but maybe I guess dumb. Where like you'll you'll just take out the card and then later on you're like I could have fucking used that card to win yep. if I had that card in there yep. I would have won everything would have been gravy but hundred percent that's that's literally how I feel sometimes that's that's magic like, for oh, you why did I take out that stupid card that I didn't think I needed yeah blah, blah, blah. yeah <laughs> it hurts deck building hurts sometimes dude deck building sucks dude like sometimes it does suck like it's um it's uh, what's the word like 
not tempting. Um, you're really having trouble with words. I am, man. I, I <laughs> suck. I suck with words today, dude. My God. Oh my God. It's been a long week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it it's has. been a very long week. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. So, Lance, you personally, what? Um, I know you already said that you you kind of look at the commanders and and based on like whatever you uh, you like mm-hmm. or how they look, you um you go off of that. But let me ask you, what what exactly do you look for? Like when you look at a commander, for me, like I look at the colors first. Like mm-hmm. I'm a I like <laughs> I used to be a Azorius player, so blue and white, but mm-hmm. now I'm leaning towards green and white, which is Selesnia. Yeah. So if a commander has those two colors, um, I'll probably pick it because I like those colors. Um, like for example, my my Ginny Faye deck that I just built, I love Naya. Naya is like for me like does what it, does what I want. Yeah. Um, have creatures, have some sort of burn. I mean, Sunny got burned out the last time we played. Don't remind me. <laughs> I didn't mean to. It just happened. That sucks. But I always look at the colors first, and if if it's colors I like, then I'll look at like what the commander does afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some commanders like I, I you know I I don't like New Capenna. Like I thought I was gonna like make a bunch of decks from it, but mm-hmm. like it, it's just not my play style. Sometimes you know, and and that, that's the biggest thing. Like when you build decks, like you you need to know like what kind of play style you like. If you like plus one plus one counters. If you like token creation, if you like artifacts, you know, I, I go off of that. Yeah. Um, also, but um, yeah, I mean, that's how I start. I mean, how do you start? Like, how that's do you a, pick your commander? Well, let me let me just kind of okay. bounce, bounce off you a little bit. I actually thought the same exact thing when Yuka Pena came out. I was super excited for the set, and I was super excited for all the cards. And that's the first thing I thought of too. Like, oh man, I'm gonna make so many commanders. I'm mm-hmm. probably gonna make every family and. No, dude. Like I made my I made my three little decks. One being obviously the precon, just a little bit upgraded. Yeah, and I'm I'm happy with them, dude. I I have not had this much fun with the deck in a very long time. And mm-hmm. uh, when I made Jetmir, it kind of reminded me of when I first made um, uh, Geared Conclave Exile. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was like my first. That was like my first pre like I guess full-blown edh deck where I, I actually put money into it and like tuned it up to like the best that it could adding adding tutors adding the doubling seasons and all that other shite and yeah. it kind of gives me that flavor of like i'm gonna go swinging wide and i, I love it so um i'm actually mm-hmm. i'm actually very happy that i'm not the only one that uh that is really really happy with this set. <laughs> no i love this set this this set that just came out new capenna it's, it's awesome yeah i love i love the flavor i love the art I love the uh, abilities of the commanders and stuff. Like it, it's such a great, great set. Oh yeah, um, but yeah. To answer your question, uh, it it depends on me actually. There it is. Yeah. No. Um, honestly, it just depends. It, it if it's uh, if it's a the art looks really really cool or wacky, mm-hmm. I'll definitely always try to make it work somehow. Even if the even if the um, the uh, the ability is lame. Um, yeah. But if the ability is kind of coolish, then then I'll try to make it work. I don't know. I like I like to, the challenge of making the deck work. That's mm-hmm. that's what I like. So like one of the things that I try to make, uh, I guess the least quote unquote the least popular commander 
that I saw on EDH Rec was um, Slimefoot. Mm-hmm. So I took it upon myself to build him. I was like, ooh, like fungus tribal. Like no one, no one really likes to play that. So I wanted to check it for myself. It worked a little bit. I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of just like draining and, you know, life gain and drain basically. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't really able to like swing that much with my little sapperlings until I got Beastmasters Ascension off. Then all my sapperlings were like fucking six sixes with the like, ginormous. <laughs> yeah, ginormous fucking <laughs> plants. But even by then it was already too late. The board has would be board wiped or, you know, I didn't have her like invention in my hand. Yeah. Um, and I played actually against uh, Rose's deck, Dina. Mm-hmm. Um, and her deck pretty much canceled out my life gain and drain. So we were kind of at a stalemate and it wasn't until like she got her, her infinite combo off with the exquisite blood and what's the other one? Uh, Sanguine Bond. Yeah, and Sanguine Bond and then she just won. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it goes into a lot of like of just what the ability is. And if I, if I can find it within myself to make it work somehow... Mm-hmm. I'll always put myself up for that challenge to make it work. Yeah. No, I, I agree. So let's talk about budget. Like, how do you, mm. like, <clears throat> I know, I mean, I obviously spend um, money <laughs> on of cars course. I don't have. You of know, course. it's, it's yeah. just like, it's one of those things, you know. Yeah. Especially, especially if it's like cheap, like 25 cents, I'll buy it. Um, mm-hmm. But when I, when I build decks, I mean, I have a, so I have a fuck ton of cards. <laughs> Yes, as do we all. And I always, like, every time I build a deck, I always have to go through all my cards. They're not organized in any way except out of my own mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, I remember I had that card somewhere in this box. So I'll go there. Yeah. But I always I always um, use what I have first before I start looking into spending money on yes. cards. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's always good. I mean, magic is expensive. I know we've talked about this before. Um, but, like, what is... I know, like, I've spent probably... Uh, Eureka's probably, like, the the uh, most valuable and Go Shintai. There's a lot of expensive cards there, and I've bought cards for Eureka, and I've probably spent $100 on it, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, it it's always good to think about your budget, too, because... Yes, you're not going to have the most powerful cards, but there's always an alternate to those cards. You know? Yeah. You, you don't have to run. I know some people are going to roll their eyes. You don't have to run all the tutors. <laughs> you know, <laughs> doubling season is great. However, I think of it this way like, this is one card in a 99 card deck. And the chances of me um, pulling this card every single game is like low. Yeah. So, you know, so sometimes I'm like, eh, I don't really need this card. Like, I'm I'm gonna pull it once every like five games. Like, is it really worth it to have it in the deck? Mm-hmm. But you know, when it when you do have it, like, it's it's powerful and like it makes you win the game sometimes. But um, you 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 know, you got to think about budgeting magic. Yeah. No. Of course. And I. I completely agree. The like Jetmir uh, to kind of go off of what you said. Jetmir is my most expensive deck mm-hmm. um, because I have all my tutors in there. I have my you know doubling season parallel lives, anointed processions, mana mm-hmm. crypt. Um, I have my most expensive decks in there. But like to be fair, like mana crypt, I didn't buy as a single. I I pulled it. Yeah. Um, and and my um, 
Teferi's protection as well. Um, but yeah, no, Lance is 100% right. Sometimes you don't need those cards. Sometimes like the, the budget version of those cards do exist. They're just a little bit more expensive on the mana side. Like yeah. there's a cost mm-hmm. to them. You have to sacrifice a creature, ditch your hand, ditch your card. Uh, it costs five mana instead of two, you know? Yeah. There's always a way around it. Yes, it, again, that's why they're cheaper. That's why they're the 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 dollar tree of you know the actual card but it works it really does and i i was actually talking to our buddy joe about that um mitch from commander's quarters Mm -hmm. if you guys haven't heard of his channel it's an amazing channel that he does budget decks he does budget decks on you know random commanders that people put on his on his patreon or just on his little uh youtube uh channel and he did one with uh nevin he did one for Nevin Roll, which was $20. And I was like, I've never really built budget before. I want to see if I can challenge myself to make this in action and to see if he's if he's either full of shit or if it or if it works. And right. bro, when I tell you that it worked, I mean you were there for that game. Like yeah, it was no, for sure. $20 and I was I was just wrecking shot, but board wipes, bringing him back, making zombies, board wipe, bringing him back, making more zombies, and then just I had everybody by, by the balls, as I yeah. told john from of course for the jank lord i have had everybody by the balls and it was the deck did what it was supposed to do and only for 20 bucks and yeah. i've never felt more stupid in my life for making such a good budget deck you know seriously and i'm like wow there's no tutors in this there's no mana crypt there's no you know uh mana confluence nothing like there's just yeah no if you're if you're good at deck building you can build a budget $20, $30 deck and win games. Like, you don't have to have the most powerful cards in there, you know? Yeah. To to make an impact on your on your games, you know? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it, it's just one of those things, like, you always have to consider just how much you're willing to spend on cardboard. Yeah, and the, the way that I always look at it is if I like the deck enough... Mm-hmm. And I'm and I look at it and go, I'm gonna keep this. I'm not breaking it apart. That's when I start to kind of look for the upgrades and look for the I'm gonna make this deck better. Yep. Um, but with me personally, like I always like one one thing that I like to do, and I, I think you've seen this before. I've make uh, I'll use Strixhaven as an example. I love the Strixhaven set, so I got the uh, Quintorius, the the Boros the el- Commander, the elephant one, the elephant one. Yeah, and yeah. I made the deck and I based it all the cards solely off of Strixhaven. So every single card in there is from Strixhaven. Every single card in there is like tied to what he's supposed to do and tied to the story of like what he went through um, being a student at Strixhaven. Mm-hmm. So I made it to where like, it, it's this neat little thing. And I always like feel proud of myself when I do it. And I'm not going to lie. The deck doesn't run bad. It does not run bad at all. Um, yeah. Have I won games with it? No, but I'm I am the thorn on everybody's side. Like I'm, <laughs> you know, pinging everybody for one, swinging with like colossal creatures, and they're like, "God damn it, what the hell?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another app I like to so when I make when I'm done building a deck, um, I use the TCG Player app, mm-hmm. and uh, you can scan your cards, um, <laughs> just to see like how much this deck is actually worth. Worth. Mm-hmm. I just like doing that afterwards, just just to know like. Okay, these my decks are in this price range. Like, I should probably keep them in this price range, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, that's that's like after I finish building a deck. Um, 
uh, it's also good to keep track of like <laughs> your collection and how much it's worth. Right, of course. Yeah, but as far as deck building, like Commander, I like it. It has a hat. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna make a little note app. I have like I have like 20 notes on like yeah. commander decks, and then I just go from there. Like you're obviously like what we said. There's no right way to build a deck. There really isn't. No, like commander opens the door to infinite possibilities. Um, even for just one commander, you're like you can build. Eureka with just ninjas or you can build Eureka a different way that no one's ever seen before and that that's mm-hmm. the beauty of this this format and I I, I love it. Oh yeah. No, that's the 100% you're 100% right. That's the beauty of of commander is that you're not tied to a set, you're not mm-hmm. tied to certain cards unless they're banned then of course that's a different story, but we're talking about nine banned like what? Nine banned cards out of thousands and thousands of different varieties. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like um, my my wife Rose, she loves like Greek mythology, so she made Clothis, and she solely based it on the fact that like a goddess like burning followers that aren't following, you know, that aren't following her, which mm-hmm. is nothing but like land wipes and board wipes and just pinging people for damage. Like it's yeah, that, it's, that it's, deck it's, sucks. It sucks, dude. It's stupid, but like it works, and like and that that's what I love about it was like when I asked her like. Why did you make Clothis? And she's like, she's a god. I like Greek gods. And mm-hmm. I figured like in Greek mythology, like the gods are cruel and they'll pretty much smite people that don't follow them. And I'm like, that is okay. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Then that's that's her thing. Like it this this game is this game is amazing. And if you are brand new to the game, just you don't need the most expensive cards. Like deck no. building, deck building can be so much fun with just cheap little upgrades and tune-ups like 25 cent cards are like sometimes the best things because people don't see them coming yep. they really don't mm-hmm. i have I, I i have this sorry go ahead Lance. no 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 go ahead i have this card he it's a nickel it's called emperor's cowl and i have it in my uh uh morgan dice in a colder card deck which is like literally all it is is it's an artifact whenever whenever you are dealt damage you can pay two and tap Emperor's Cowl. The damage will go to it, and mm-hmm. you can and you can redirect the damage to one of your own creatures. So what I do with that is I have um, Stuffy Doll, which is uh, indestructible, and whenever Stuffy Doll is dealt damage, you can deal damage to, you know, some another player. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'll do is if somebody swings at me with like a, a lethal damage, I'll just tap two, redirect that damage to Emperor's Cowl. Emperor's Cowl will deal damage to Stuffy Doll, and then I'll just redirect that damage right back at them. Nice. And that works for Infect too. So if like you were to swing, okay, I'm gonna swing at you for ten Infect. I'm gonna use Emperor's Cowl, give it to Stuffy Doll. Stuffy Doll, will give it to you. I like that. I don't think I've it, seen that. Yeah, and it's and the, the card is a nickel, and I was like, I, I was super blown away when I read it. I'm like, there's no way this card is is that good. Um, it's only a nickel, and it's only a nickel, one it's, nickel. It's only worth one nickel, but let me tell you, it packs a punch. It packs a punch. <laughs> After you use your quarter to get down to the trolley, you cup, uh, buy yourself a cup of coffee and a slice of cherry pie. You still have one nickel to buy Emperor's cowl. <laughs> New Capenna. <laughs> New Capenna. We're on. We're on theme. We're on theme. <laughs> no, I like that. It was funny. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, deck building. Yeah, sometimes deck building I, is fun. Sometimes I'm up to like fucking for forever in the morning. Deck building. What's the longest you've ever been up? Oof, like past like two a.m. Okay, yeah, about the same past like two a.m. But when I build like, decks, like it takes me like a week. I'll be honest. Really? Wow. So <laughs> it'll sit on my like desk. Uh huh. And then, like, whenever I have the opportunity, I'll sit down, I'll pull some cards, or like go on, you know, um, the internet. <laughs> the interwebs. I go on the internet, I look up cards, and I say, okay, that's good. <laughs> but it, it takes me forever. I, I don't know. I'll never understand. Like, you, Rose, Joe, Anonymous, User 6969420, like, all do the same thing. You guys take forever to make your decks. Like, I can make a deck in an afternoon. And I, I not not trying to strut and be, like, you know, nose in the air about it. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like when I have the idea of the deck, I know what I have under my bed. I know what I have in my binder. And immediately I'm like, this is going in, this is going in, and that's going in. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. it's done. I think the only thing that I like maybe wait on is to buy sleeves for it, but mm-hmm. that's about it. Like this Quasar deck, like it's been sitting on my desk since New Capenna came out, which is like a week ago. Yeah. But for some reason I built like Agnes in like a day. <laughs> oh, oh bro, but it's it's Agnes, come on. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. I just added a bunch of treasure shit. Of but, course. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'll like literally it's just sitting there next it's literally sitting right here next to me. It's it's crazy. I think there's. I've only done that once. That was with my pirates. I um, I had them next to my bed. Mm-hmm. No, no sleeves, like a degenerate. Yeah. Nothing, just sitting there. And then finally, I was like, you know what? All right, time to make pirates. And I took it upon myself to like actually make the damn thing. But yeah, for the longest time, it just sat there like collecting dust. Yeah. It, that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> that's how it be. And that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> That's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But what do you guys think? Well, tell us a little bit about your deck building. Are you brand new to the game? Is there something that you do, like a little ritual, before you start to grab things? You know, start to pull things aside. A ritual. A ritual, yeah, man. You'd be surprised. Find me an unwinding clock in my collection. <laughs> you no, you want to know a slap to the whole MTG community? What? I had an unwinding clock. I've had like three of them, mm-hmm. and I and this was when I was new to the game. So don't like kill me. But I was like, ew, this card is garbage, and I literally threw it in the trash. I, I I was following you. I was like, oh, okay, he had a nine one o'clock. Maybe he sold it for some money, traded it away. No, you threw it in the fucking trash. I threw it in the trash, dude. Bro, it's like, like thirty dollars. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was brand spanking new to the game. Like, I did not know that that card was worth money until like until uh, Joe told me, and that's when I was like, what? Are you serious? Are you wait? Are you fucking serious? And then he's like, yeah, dude. I think it's worth so much money, and I'm sitting there like about to cry because I just threw away like a good amount of money. Shame. Much shame. That hurts. Doesn't it though? <laughs> that hurt I, that hurt me, you telling me. 
that didn't even make sense. <laughs> it did. It, it makes sense. I, I get what you're trying to go for. Hey, you know, it happens. I'm pretty sure I threw away all my Pokemon cards. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> no one knew. No one. Kn- you're right. No one didn't know. You're right. You're right about that one. No one fucking knew that Pokemon cards were going to take We're going to come back. What? I said no one knew that they were going to come back. No. I mean, like, how could you, dude? It's like the whole GameStop thing. It's, you didn't know that GameStop was going to GameStop stock was going to explode. Man, I should have bought some when it fucking exploded. Seriously, dude. I would have been rich. Then I would have been like Cassius Marshall just buying like Black Lotuses left and right. Yeah, but he's also an NFL player. So. Oh, yeah. That, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> he has oh, money. that's right. <laughs> and he's a smart guy, so he's an entrepreneur. Yeah, you're right. He is. He's pretty smart. When he's me, I'm dumb. I'm stuck in a nine to five job. That's me. Yeah, that's flipping, flipping hamburgers at In and Out. Shut the fuck up. You're not flipping. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, have you been lying to me this whole time? Like, I don't work at the airport. I work at the uh, at In and Out next yeah. to the airport. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't work on fighter jets. I I work at the In and Out Burger. <laughs> Damn man, that's a real shame. Holy shit! Yeah, the truth, the truth came out. The truth oh. comes out eventually. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. Well, well, guys, tell us about how you make your decks. If you're brand new, what steps do you go to? How do you pick your commander? Um, tell us, tell us how you feel. Tell us yeah. how you uh, how how your process goes. Yeah. Also, if you think our deck building ways are shit, let us know too. Absolutely, we <laughs> always like to be criticized. So yeah, exactly, that's one, of, that's one of our kinks. Yeah, it turns me on. Yeah. So you're only helping the cause. Shame me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been this week's episode, guys. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Sunny, and I'm Lance. And uh, yeah, like us, please. Our your. Uh, your um, approval is everything to us. Okay, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yes. Bye. <laughs>